welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Daring Designers podcast. Today I'm talking about social media, which is a topic that is always discussed with mentoring clients in the clubhouse whenever I chat to people on Instagram a really big topic of conversation is always how do you use social media for marketing why doesn't it seem to be working for me where can I find clients on social media how do I create content how do I stay consistent there's so many points that we can cover when it comes to social media and the one that I'm going to talk about today is I guess it's it's probably a bit of a, a mindset coverall for social media. So it's probably something that you can jump into here before you start diving a little, a little deeper into social media for marketing and figuring out how to make it work for you and your business and how to share your work properly, how to connect with your clients. This for me is a really good place to start and it's a conversation that I have with a lot of people where they then think, okay, yeah, this is a good starting point. From this, I can grow my expertise with my marketing, grow my expertise with social media and move forward in a way that is really intentional instead of getting stuck. I think the reason that we get so stuck with social media is because it becomes a numbers game. And when we start to get into the numbers and when we start to play numbers games, that's when we get too wrapped up in the numbers, in the figures, in the analytics. And it means we can't see past anything other than that. It just becomes a competition with ourselves and against other people to have the biggest numbers and to get the most engagement, have the most followers. And actually, social media marketing is not about the numbers. It's not about following all the analytics and making sure you get the most likes on your posts or have the most followers. Some of the people that I've worked with have created incredible businesses with less than a thousand followers on all social media. Some people I've worked with have come to me with 10,000, 50,000 followers on social media and but then don't have the business and don't have the clients that goes with that. And I think sometimes when we get so wrapped up in building a following and building an audience and building engagement, it takes away from the things that truly matter, which is you know, what we do, what we can offer, connecting with our dream clients, building a community, building an audience that's intentional and full of people who want to work with us. So after that very lengthy intro, (laughs) I'm basically going to talk about how you can get your head out of the numbers trap when it comes to social media and how to think more intentionally and be more in control of social media as a marketing tool so you can move forward and feel less overwhelmed 
less like you're stuck in this trap of checking your analytics and feeling disappointed. Once you grasp this side of social media, you can use it in a much more intentional and strategic way to actually help you grow your business, to actually help you find clients and create content that's going to help you reach those goals as well. Because all that happens when we start reading too far into the numbers is we obsess over that side of things and everything goes into building followers, getting more engagement, getting more likes, getting more comments. And here's just a little scenario for you. I think I mentioned this a few episodes back as well. Um, I can't really remember which episode it was, but this was definitely a point that I was making previously. But if you start creating content on Instagram or on LinkedIn, wherever it is that you spend your time on social media, if you start creating the content that gets the most engagement, it could just be that that is your most controversial content, or it could be that that's the content that most of your friends connect with, or other designers really connect with, or it could be educational pieces that are really useful for people who have a business, but they're not necessarily connecting with the people who actually want to invest in a designer. So you start to create more and more content that is getting you the numbers, it's getting followers, it's getting you engagement, and you keep creating that content. And so your audience grows and grows and you get more numbers, you can read more into the analytics and you seem to be doing better but you're then growing an audience of people who don't necessarily want to work with you. This is where we fall into the numbers trap. And the trap is you obsess over the numbers instead of the people who really matter, who are your dream clients. And the more of this content you create, the more polarizing it is for your dream clients. And you're actually putting those people off because your content isn't connecting with them. It's connecting with the people who actually won't end up working with you. And we end up with these, you'll have heard the term vanity metrics. So you you might get really big follower numbers, you might get really good engagement, but on the other side of it is not a full inbox of inquiries or a full schedule packed with dream clients. It's feeling like you're getting results in one area, which is building the numbers, building the analytics side of things, but it's not translating into clients. And then you just snowball into a number of confidence issues, mindset blocks. You know, I'm not a good enough designer. My work isn't good enough. I'm charging too much. You know, you'll start to find faults in other areas of your business that aren't actually there. It's just that with your marketing, your focus means you shift to attracting the wrong people. So this is a big like roundabout way of saying that really when it comes to social media marketing, the numbers don't actually matter too much. It's more about creating numbers with meaning. So it's so much more valuable to have 100 followers that have 50 people who are obsessed with your content, love everything you create, see the transformations that you offer your clients, really, really want to work with you in comparison to having 10,000 followers and only 10 people who connect with your content and want to work with you. But it's tricky because obviously social media platforms like Instagram, for example, are designed to make you want to get better numbers. The more engagement you get, the more that the Instagram algorithm or any algorithm favors your content, the more that you engage, the more that you create content that people share or connect with, the more you feed the algorithm 
the more it feels like you get seen and the more validation you get from that. And that is exactly how they want you to use the platform. So I'll go into this a little bit before I finish up the episode, but there is a way to get out of the numbers, but to keep feeding the algorithm and making sure that you're not getting hidden by the algorithm. But there is a way to have a good balance between not focusing on the numbers, not letting the numbers hold you back or stop your best content, but also being able to use social media in a way that is beneficial to the platform as well. So you still get seen and your content still gets shared and you are still reaching lots of people, but it's just that you're reaching lots of the right kinds of people instead of lots of people who won't end up working with you. So first of all, it I think it helps to start to just completely ignore the numbers side of things. If you're a person who finds yourself jumping into the analytics tab quite often or, you know, checking how many likes different posts have got and creating more of the content that gets more likes, what I would really recommend is to practice not checking the numbers at all whether it's turning off your like count on Instagram, whether it's just posting your content and replying to comments, but, you know, trying to take your head out of checking the number of likes, checking your number of followers. Even if you have like a stats tracker um, for like follower numbers and engagement and just leaving that alone for a few weeks, it really, really helps to try and just detach yourself from the numbers side of things, first of all. So that's the first step is just try to detach in the best way that you can and focus on your content instead. And if that feels tricky, I'm just gonna give you a few little things that you can be focusing on instead of your numbers. So if it helps you to have a bit more focus um, with your content and with your social media, here are a few things that you can ask yourself or a few things that you can focus on when you are creating your content. So first of all, I would really love for you to ask yourself the question, who cares? And I don't mean this in a nasty way. I don't mean literally like I'm trying to bully you, like who cares? Um, But ask yourself genuinely, when you're creating your content, have a look at what you've created and think, who's going to care about this? Who's going to see this and engage with it? Who's going to see this and connect with this piece of content? If you're sharing a piece of design work, for example, the people who are going to care about that are the people who've been checking out your portfolio and the people who want to see more of your work. It's likely that people who want to work with you will be happy to see more of what you do and to build a bigger picture of your expertise and of your design style. So that's a great place to start. If you're creating an educational piece, ask yourself, who cares about this? If your answer is other designers or DIY designers or people who are just starting their business and don't have a budget, is there a way that you can tweak that piece of content to approach your dream clients instead? Is there something that you can add in there to make the people who care the people who matter to you, which is your dream clients. So just get into the habit of when you're working through your content creation, ask yourself, who cares about this? Who is going to care about this post? Who's going to love this piece of content? And it might not be the people who give you all the numbers. It might not be the kind of post that gets you hundreds of likes or, you know, shares or adds thousands onto your follow account, but it could be that the people you connect with will be a small few of really, really dreamy clients who could potentially work with you in the future. The second thing I would love for you to think about is, 
are you connecting with your content? Is it something that is allowing your audience to get to know you as a designer and you as a business owner and the transformations that you specifically can offer? I do find with a lot of designer content, some of it, especially like the educational pieces, are very broad and it's the kind of content that you could get from lots and lots of different designers. And I find myself asking, what is it that you could do, again, like similar to the question before, to put your unique stamp on your content? Are you able to connect with your audience and show them your unique design superpower by making a few tweaks to the content you're creating? So for example, if you're sharing, if you're sharing color palettes or if you're sharing an informational educational carousel sort of piece of content what is it that's putting your unique stamp on that content and if that's not something that you're doing is this content worth sharing is it something that's going to connect with the right people or is it going to polarize the right people because it's too broad because it's something that we can see elsewhere so how are you connecting with your dream clients with that piece of content The final thing I'd love for you to ask yourself, because this is something that can maybe connect with the numbers or it can maybe connect with a bit of strategy, but what is the aim for your piece of content? Because sometimes the aim is to engage, to create more engagement or it is to um, get our work seen by more people, but you need to have a good balance of content. You don't want all of your content to be trying to build numbers because that's where you lose a bit of connection. So some pieces of content, so again, that's the example of sharing your work, you're building an image of your portfolio, you're showing what it is that you can offer, you're sharing your design style, you're sharing your unique design superpower. So the aim of that content is to be a portfolio piece. Another piece of content might be to inform your audience of your services. It could be that that is a helpful piece of content for people who want to work with you and you know, you're know you sharing how to move on to the next steps. It could be that some of your content is a bit more of an engagement piece or a visibility piece like recording a reel or like those carousels that get lots of engagement. But it's good to have a good balance of all of these things. And again, if you are creating something for engagement, don't get so wrapped up in those numbers that you move away from ever doing something like that again, or you move towards only doing those bits of content because both of those things can be detrimental. You want to have a good spread of different types of content that have different end goals. So just three questions to ask yourself there when you are creating your content. First of all, who cares about this piece of content? Who is it that's going to see this and find it valuable? Second of all, are you putting your unique stamp on these pieces of content so you can connect with people when they do see the content that they care about? And finally, what's the end goal for the piece of content? Have a think about the goals for your content in general, for your marketing. Is it matching up with one of these goals or is it just a bit of fluff or filler? Again, sometimes like filler is, that's fine. But again, make sure you have a good balance of pieces of content that are gonna connect with your dream clients, content that's gonna share your work, content that's gonna help you build a bigger audience or be seen by more people, um, content that sends people to your website or shares more about your business and content that shares more about you. What's the goal of that piece of content on social media? 
So you heard me mention there, you know, about creating visibility-based content. And again, like I said, that does sort of connect to the numbers. And it does mean that there are times when numbers become a bit more valuable to us. I do genuinely believe the first step to being able to use the numbers and the analytics intentionally in your social media marketing is to detach from them entirely because it's only when you completely stop caring about the numbers that you can actually then go into your analytics and read them almost like impartially and with the right intentions instead of thinking I need the most followers, I need the most engagement, I need the most people to see my content you can think, okay, so this piece didn't necessarily get the the engagement, but I know that it's a really good connection piece. So that's still really valuable versus, okay, so that post or that reel, for example, again, going back to Instagram, that got loads of engagement and gained me loads of followers, but actually looking at the comments, maybe it's building an audience of the wrong type. And maybe these people are more designers or like I said, DIY designers or something like that. So although that was a really good idea, how can I tweak that to then reach the right people and reach my dream clients? So you get to become a bit more analytical. You start to become a bit more strategic with your numbers. And again, it's about taking that almost like the the like heart connection <laughs> away from the numbers and bringing your brain into it. But I would say it is important to come back to this bit once you feel like the numbers aren't as connected to you and to, to the things that you create first, which is why I wanted to make this point last. Numbers can be helpful, analytics can be helpful, but not if you're completely wrapped up in them and not if it's the only thing that you consider when you're creating your content. You really, really want to be working on your marketing in a way that is strategic, yes, but strategic in a way that actually helps you reach your business goals and helps you book the clients that you want to work with, not just strategy that helps you build an audience or get more engagement. So I would really, really encourage you to try to detach from those numbers and instead take control of your content and what it is that you're sharing and what your end goals are for your social media marketing. And I promise this is gonna help you feel so much less overwhelmed by social media. It's gonna become a much easier thing to add into your routine. It's gonna be so much easier to create content because again, you're going back to you're going inwards into your business, you're going into your business goals and you're going into the people you really want to work with instead of thinking, I need to reach the most people possible and I need to build the biggest audience or the biggest followers that I can. It's more about having that intention and that strategy and again, being really in control and taking control of social media as well. And that really is the key of then being able to find clients there and and building an audience of the people who really matter to you, who are the people who want to work with you in the future. I know social media is really hard. I know it's a tricky topic. So if you ever want to talk about this a little bit further, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram at the Daring Designers Club. I want to take as much overwhelm and as much difficulty out of your design business as possible. And although that sounds like a really tough goal, it's definitely possible if you can look at each of these pieces one thing at a time. It's why I really love these like bite-sized episodes that I share 
where I share different topics and how I like to grapple with each of these different topics because I do believe that a small bit at a time you can reclaim control, you can take away the overwhelm and you can feel like the creative expert that you really, really want to be and grow your business really intentionally so it is more sustainable and it is more intentional. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I will be back next week with a new one. In the meantime, like I said, please feel free to head over to the Daring Designers Club on Instagram. I would love for you to follow along with that content and let me know if there's anything that you're enjoying. And I'm always open to you letting me know what topics you would like me to talk about on the podcast. So please feel free to jump into my DMs and let me know what you would like to hear. I have some really exciting episodes planned, not just um, solo episodes, but also some really exciting guests. So they'll be coming soon-ish. I'm not gonna put a time on it because I'm not entirely sure when at the moment, but let's say soon-ish. In the meantime, I will be here every week otherwise. And like I said, I'll be back with you next week. I hope you have a lovely week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.